the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN and use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the MMA Gambling Podcast launched their YouTube channel to celebrate. We're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all the details. I'm just about that action, boss. You have to be kidding me. That is impossible. Back with another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no guys. Me, really real, villain real, it's real, Furman Jr. here at your service. Can we get a laugh? I can laugh. There's a laugh here. Yeah, we got a laugh. There we go. And that is exactly my reaction as we get the backdoor cover last week on Thursday with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, as I was watching the game, I really was sitting there like, hmm, this is never in doubt for a backdoor. This is going to happen. And I was ultimately in a bar trying to figure out who was going to be the last touchdown score to secure this backdoor. I didn't figure it out in time, but... That would have been a great bet to hit as well. Got Scott Studio right show with me. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. Yeah, doing pretty well. Looking forward to the game on Thursday. Not really. The game's kind of disgusting, but I'll pretend I'm excited. Uh, as for the game last week, I was on the other side of it. I did a lean to Buffalo. In fact, I actually had a same-game parlay. And the final leg was Buffalo minus 12 and a half. So that's that's how that went. Uh, three separate fourth down conversions. Including Good answer, one, Scott. Good answer. Good answer. A yeah, couple penalties involved, uh, but you had the last touchdown to Evans, which went off the defender's shoulder and then bounced right into his hand. Then I had no shot at all of even getting some type of miraculous backdoor cover because the two-point conversion was popped up into the air and it was caught by a tight end. So I was just dead. I went from winning all my bets to dying in the span of about a minute and a half. But it was like a, what was it, a 91-yard, nine-plus-minute drive. It was disgusting, mm-hmm. but they got a, they eventually got the backdoor cover. My props were fine. I had King Kate over. I Josh Allen interception. Even money on Allen interception was just hilarious, and I'll gladly take that to the bank. But overall, wrong side for me, but... It hurts. It is what it is, though, and we'll look for a better – I guess we'll go for the sweep here on this episode. But I did hit the Gabe Davis touchdown, which was like plus – I forgot what the price was. I think it was like 220 I think, and that did get mm-hmm. there. Yeah, all right. Great show overall. Yeah, this week is rather disgusting. We have the Tennessee Titans here at 3-4, and four, traveling to Pittsburgh, play the Pittsburgh Steelers at 4-3. and three. Seals open up minus four. They're currently at minus two and a half. 236 and a half is the total. 38 is where it opened up at. And we could look here for 
an injury report. And the big questions are really who's playing on both sides here because Ryan Tannehill's been ruled out, as you already know, with that ankle injury. So we're expecting to see Will Levis get his second ever start in the National Football League here. We have DeAndre Hawkins, who's listed questionable with the toe injury. Uh, Roger McQuarrie, the corner, listed out with the hamstring injury for Tennessee. Naquan Jones, defensive tackle, questionable with an illness. And for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Joey Porter Jr., questionable with a calf injury. That's big. Another, this is all corners. Levi Wallace is questionable with a foot. James Pierre, questionable with an ankle. And the quarterback situation, I believe, is is it Pickett? I didn't see that. Uh, Pickett is probably going to play. I think he was limited in practice. So. Yep, limited on practice on Tuesday and a limited on Wednesday. It is expected that he is going to play. I know Trubisky is not any good, but I have to ask, does it really matter who's behind center for this team? Uh, Not really. I think they're both kind of at the same level, to be honest. Trubisky was pretty bad, but they're both about the same level. Uh, safety Minka Fitzpatrick did not practice, and Mike Thomas said that he's not expected to play, so that's another big out. It was what a hamstring quad. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. a hamstring. It looked rough. He's not going to play. And uh, let's see, Cam Hayward. That is something that is not on the regular injury report. Cam Hayward is back, upgraded to limited to full on Tuesday. Cam Hayward is expected to make his return back to this defense, along with Anthony McFarland for whatever that's worth. But. Cam Hayward is actually a pretty big add for them to get back on the defense. So the Steelers losing some pieces, but gaining a piece back. I it's, mean, we talk about how much Tomlin, how good Tomlin is as a dog. It's not the same as a favorite. No. In fact, when his teams are against, I don't, I don't know if Tennessee is an officially bad team. They're not very good, but they're tolerable. Tomlin's teams do tend to play down to competition, but I don't know if this counts as playing down to competition when they're basically the same team as the Titans. <laughs> I don't know if that counts as playing down the competition or not. It feels like these teams are kind of the same, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But if you're the Steelers, don't you feel like a, a seniority complex in this game? Like, Titans, we're better than them. Like, we're clearly better than them. We're you should three. feel a superiority com I mean, complex based on the franchise's history. But as long as you got Matt Canada calling plays, I don't really know what the actual superiority is. Like what is yeah, this? No, no, I don't think it's actual. I don't think it's actually there, but I think the mentality is yeah. there. However, they're, the they're coming into what used to be known as Heinz Field. We'll take care of business. I, I just don't like the Steelers team at all. But then again, I don't like them every year because they're boring. But they find ways to win ten games. So this is the kind of game Tomlin would win if this team has any shot of making the playoffs. Do I want to lay three with a team that can't score? Probably so not. So there was some stat out there that I don't really know. It was one of those nerd stats, you know, I don't really care for those, but I thought it was interesting. And it said that Will Levis was like one of the worst QBs overall. I can't remember the stat, but it was something of, of trashing Will Levis, despite him having four deep touchdowns. It was like everything else he did was terrible, but those were those four plays. Those four plays is what made it. At the end of the day, I, he got the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. That's all I. That's all I got to do sometimes. Yeah, I, I just. Out. I'm terrified. So it feels a lot better knowing that this Steelers team is banged up defensively. If we're gonna back Levis, 
because my whole handicap going into this game before recording this episode was the fact that I was 100% betting Minka Fitzpatrick to get an interception on his own. Like, not Will Levis to throw an interception, even though I'll probably mention that a little bit later. I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about literally Minka Fitzpatrick being the one because I can already see Will Levis pushing the ball downfield and a bad throw and Minka Fitzpatrick coming over the top, getting an interception and taking it back. But Minka's not playing this game. He's going to be out for a couple weeks, in my opinion. That hamstring looked rough. Like I don't think he's going to play anytime soon. Uh, but I do think looking at this matchup, it's a really sad part. It's a sad story, but I got to at least mention it that Levis has played one game, and he might be the best quarterback in this matchup. No, I don't believe that at all. It sounds disrespectful. I'm just saying. Uh, no, but, I, I wholeheartedly don't. He really like outside of those touchdowns, he really looked strength. bad. Is pick what's picket at fifty percent? Like his ribs are in shambles. Like I, I I don't know what type of picket we're even getting. As somebody that bet Tennessee last week, outside of those touchdowns, he looked really really bad. Like That's fair. yeah, really bad. Like it was like oh I'm right, and then like literally he would bail himself out with a a crazy random. 50-yard touchdown, and it's like, holy crap, man. But outside of that, oh, my gosh, Scott, it was so bad. And so I guess stressful. my question for you, though, assuming Levis has one or two, not four, let's say he has one or two big passing plays, is that enough to win this game? That might be it too might much be. to ask, Scott. That might be too much to ask, though. It I'm might be too much to ask, really, but I have to It ask. really might be too much to ask. Obviously, I, my I favorite think that's, play in this game is the under. This game's disgusting. Like, I, yeah. I got to be on the under in this game. Yeah. Like, no-brainer. But I think it's why I'm leaning to Tennessee, because I can't willingly lay a field goal. I know you said two and a half, but I'll, I'm going to use three because I like Tennessee. I can't willingly lay three with a team that has a hard time getting past 13 points in any given game. So I think I have to lean Tennessee. This game sucks. I like the under. But if you're going to give me some type of like 13-10 final, 16-13, whatever, I got to take the points. But historically speaking, this is a pretty good spot for Tom. Vrabel's not bad as a dog either, though. So no, he's not. That's what I'm saying. Like, we have Vrabel as a dog. Tomlin, like, Tomlin is significantly worse as a favorite than he is as a dog. And... Here's my question. Here's my question. This is gonna. This is really just gonna ultimately decide what I do. Is this a toilet bowl? I don't know if it counts as a toilet bowl if the Steelers or the Titans might make the playoffs, because the Titans can win the division. The Steelers won't. I think they're gonna miss the playoffs because the wild card spots are actually good in the AFC this year. I don't think it could be a toilet bowl when both teams are still in the hunt. A uh-huh. toilet bowl has to be both teams are basically competing for the first pick in the draft. That's how I look right. at it. All right, I'm going Steelers minus two and a half. Okay. Oh my gosh. Ah. Hate this game. It's, a, it's a really bad that. game. Yeah, don't bet spread. Don't bet spread. I, I have to pick this in a pick em league, and I just don't know what I'm gonna pick. I really don't. <sighs> Unfortunately, that's terrible. Maybe I should take the points. You can think of. I mean, two and a half. If it was three, if it was three, I mean, but it, it crossed. It did cross three and get to two and a half. Because I remember seeing the three. It did cross three and get to two and a half. That is pretty significant line movement. Cross a key number. So yeah. 
I'm going to take Tennessee plus two and a half. Once again, I'm not saying Levis is going to play well in Pittsburgh, but he might do enough. Yeah. One or two big plays might do it. Pittsburgh's kind of incapable of doing that because Matt Canada is the worst offensive coordinator in the league. So pretty bad. I I just can't. This this might come down to a defensive touchdown. And if I told you TJ Watt makes a game saving strip sack like he did against the Browns and they win by seven, would I be shocked? No. But I can't pick can't predict that happening. What if Derrick Henry is good? I'm gonna save that for my prop section, but there's a couple ways for Tennessee to move the ball. Yeah. Yeah, what if Denver, like Derrick Henry could be good in this game? The trade deadline is gone, so yeah. he's here. You're Derrick telling Henry... me though that Pittsburgh, in a game they were trailing for the entirety, gave Pickens one catch for a touchdown. One, you targeted the De- Deontay Johnson like eleven times in the first half. They don't know what they're doing. Yo, I told you, I no, I've said that Deontay Johnson is a hundred percent. Well, I might not have said on this. Oh, I didn't. It wasn't a matter of being the target. It's a matter of finding ways to get your playmakers the ball. It's because he. It's because they they run such a simple route tree for Pickens, and they just want to go downfield. Like they don't get yeah. creative with his route tree, and no. unfortunately, they get Deontay Johnson gets creative with his because he has the ability to run every single route. All right. Wow. Mm, that sucked. Okay. I'm, I'm happy the game's not on TV. <laughs> it is on TV. You're just not watching it. <laughs> it was on Prime and NFL Network. That's TV. It's just not. Oh, it's on NFL Network? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They do both. No, I didn't realize. I'll be watching college football. All right. With the back basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections on prize picks with the specials league. You can mix basketball with football. You can have a specials league pick where it's like LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a combined 10 and a half, three-pointers made, and receptions. What? That is crazy. That's amazing. The fact that you can even do that is awesome. Plus, they even offer a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. If you lose somebody who exits in the first half and they don't return for the second half, then that player gets rebooted. Only Prize Picks is doing that. That's it. Just Prize Picks. They're the only one giving you that reboot insurance for all my people that be sending messages asking for bad beat payouts and all this stuff. Prize Picks is offering to you. Just letting you know, they are offering it to you. Make sure you tap in with PrizePix. Go to prizepix.com slash SGPN. Use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com, promo code SGPN. And we're also brought to you by the MMA Gambling Podcast, who just launched their YouTube channel. Make sure you go check that out. Give them a subscribe. Give them a like. Give them a comment. Do all of that stuff. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie because we're giving away an MMA hoodie to one lucky winner. All the details at that link. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie to subscribe to the MMA Gambling Podcast and be entered for a chance to win a hoodie. All right. Scott, I'm going to defer to you. As always, first touchdown in this slate. What are you doing here? Well, I first have to ask you an important question. Do you have no touchdown score as one of your picks? I do. You do? Okay. Yes. I was going to. It was the first pick that made it on the sheet. I thought the price was way too cheap. I get it. It's at 37. I wanted it closer to like 60 or 70 to one. I think it was like 40 to one. Mm -hmm. That was a little bit too low for me. So I ended up not doing it, but I did think about it. But I had to ask. Yeah, no, no, no. I definitely put it up there. I was like, I mean, if there's ever one that if there was ever a week to do it, it's this one. Well, just ask, what was the price that uh, you got on that? 
I have, give me a second. Ooh, no touchdown score. We have 45 to one. Okay. So once again, I was hoping for 60 something. I didn't get it. So I didn't take Which it. Which is, you know, what's is really funny is that no, for, what, so no touchdown score for first touchdown is 45 to one, but no touchdown score for last touchdown is 40 to one. But like, yep. why would you bet the 40 to one if you're getting a 45 to one? Because if there's no last touchdown, that means there's no first touchdown. Correct. They're trying to scam you out of five. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? That doesn't make sense. If they can get away with it. Okay. All right. Is it bad luck that it, that means I gave out one before you? No. And we don't do that. Once again, I was just asking, just for the sake of the. Besides, is it bad luck of, since we even really hit one in a couple weeks? We uh-huh. both got tackled at the one yard line last week. We actually haven't. Maybe we need to switch the mojo. You had Damian Harris. I had Kincaid. They both got tackled at the one yard line last week. We have to switch up the mojo. It was Latavius Murray, but yeah. Sorry, Mar- sorry, my bad. Damon Harris, Latavius Murray, whatever. Yeah, you're right. Harris was on the Bills too, so apologies. You get my point. All right, I'm with you. We'll switch it up. Okay, first prop is no touchdown score. Both of these teams suck, guys. <laughs> I mean, the offenses are pretty bad. And again, as fun as Will Levis was, majority of that game, he was a really bad quarterback. And I feel like you only can really understand if you bet Titans, like if you bet Titans, I feel maybe if you bet Falcons too, and you were watching the game because you were kind of getting blue balls of you're about to win this game because Levis is going to throw it. And then he just throws a 50 yard touchdown out of nowhere, but very, very bad. So there's a good possibility that neither team score here. Both of these defenses are pretty live. I will take a no touchdown score at 45 to one. Will Levis got it done with his arms last week. I think he can get it done with his legs this week. Something very cheap, very, very, you know, maybe a bootleg. He he has an option. He takes it himself in the corner, hits the pile on. I'll take Will Levis at 20 to 1. Pretty cheap. I mean, not pretty cheap, but a pretty nice price for a quarterback at 20 to 1. So I'll take that. I did consider looking for a Malik Willis and saying that they because they brought him in and he played a couple of snaps. So I was considering a Malik Willis, but I didn't see it out there. So I didn't end up doing it. So though that is also I will go out on a limb and take I went uh, I don't even think I want to do that anymore. Yeah, I'm gonna still do it. I don't care. I mean he's he's hurt and injured, but it just seems like it'd be the spot that he just goes for a first touchdown. Give me Kenny Pickett at 22 to 1. I really try to get away from playing Kenny Pickett, but if you're gonna go out there and you're gonna roll him out in practice, like he's fine. And that he's is just like a little banged up injury. He had to come out the game, but you're gonna play him. And also, I don't know if people saw what Mitchell Trubisky like did last week, but I'm pretty sure that like they're gonna do anything to keep Mitchell Trubisky off the field. And so Kenny Pickett, knowing him, he takes the matters into his own hands sometimes. And I can see him scrambling in what was not a design one run. A hundred percent. If Pickett gets into the end zone, it's not a design run. He did on his own and put his body at risk for probably minimal game give me kidding Pickett at 22 to 1 and for my last play it's like every all the cheap I, I wanted kind of a cheap option but all the cheap options are way too cheap for this game like way too cheap for this game and there's no reason that I would ever take you know Deontay Johnson at plus 750 Pickens at plus 750 Harris at plus 750. An offense that I don't even like? Absolutely not. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to trust Will Levis to throw an interception and take it and it be for an, for a touchdown. 
give me the Steelers defense at 28 to one. That's my last play. I'm, and I'm also going to have a side play. I know I only do four, but because I did the no touchdown score, it really kind of messed up my two uh, Titans. So give me 35 to one on Titans defense, 28 to one on Steelers defense, 45 to one on no touchdown score, 22 to one on Kenny Pickett, and 20 to one on Will Levis. We have two quarterbacks and two defenses for me, Scott. Yeah, so I knew going in we were going to have the defense special teams. I just knew that was going to happen. So I have Steelers at 28-1, to 1, including the special teams. And I also have the Titans defense and special teams at 35-1. to 1. I knew we were going to agree on that before we even started. So I got those two. I did go a bit chalkier for the mean two, though. I have DeAndre Hopkins. I, I couldn't say no to him. He's the only guy Levis throws the ball to. And he had three touchdowns last week. I kind of had to at 950. And with Minka being out, I do question if the Steelers – big pass defense is going to be under is going to be underwhelming. And we saw it was ETN. He got a loose behind the secondary for 50 something yards. I can see a blown coverage in the spot. I think Hopkins is a good option at 950. And my second choice was actually going to be Connor Hayward, the tight end for the Steelers. I had to think of somebody, the wide receivers were too cheap and Hayward does play a decent amount of the snaps ever since Fryermuth ended up on IR. Tennessee has been okay against tight ends. Not amazing by any means. But it's 16 to 1. That's good enough for me. I'll take Hayward at 16 to 1. <sighs> Scott, isn't that DeAndre Hopkins price mispriced? If his anytime is 2 to 1 and it's only plus 950 for his first, doesn't it? Unless the argument is that there's not going to be many touchdowns in the first place. So you have to group it somewhat close to each other. I guess. I guess. Maybe that's it. It just might be yeah. a quantity thing. The total's so low that there's not many touchdowns to go around. Yeah, I'm slow. I don't know. I just I, I thought that was weird. I mean, give me Hopkins anytime at two to one. Yeah, yeah, anytime at two to one is a it feels great at that price. But nine fifty for first. It's, I had to think of somebody. That that's the only guy left. Yeah, I wrong. feel it. No, no, no. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. All right. Before we get to the rest of Thursday night football, guys, talking about Hall of Fame bets, sports betting analytic platform with player props, game lines, parlays. Even the revolutionary parlay optimizer tool gives you everything you need to get the hit rate broken down by leg and an expected probability for the parlay. It's amazing. Like Hall of Fame bets is amazing. It gives you all the data, historical data, everything you need from NFL, NBA, MLB, soccer, all of that stuff. Stop betting in the dark. Use Hall of Fame bets. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Over to you, sir. What's your first prompt? All right, uh, so for my first prop, I am going to go with the guy you mentioned before, Derrick Henry. I'm going to take him over 71.5 rushing yards at minus 110. He's had at least 97 yards in three of the last four games, which I feel like uh-huh. isn't being talked about enough. He's actually been good, and nobody's really noticed. Uh, he's uh-huh. had at least 80 rushing yards in 16 of his last 23 games, and the Steelers are usually good against the run most years. This year, not so much. They're allowing 137.1 rushing yards per game, which is the sixth most in the league. Even though Levis had a couple of big plays to Hopkins, you said it before, he really didn't do anything besides those passes. So I do think Tennessee is going to try to keep Levis upright, keep him safe, run the ball, and the Steelers are not that good against the run so far this season. I think Derrick uh, Derrick Henry's number is too low. Give me the over 71.5. I did have Derrick Henry too, but I knew that you would have him. Uh, because I feel like I know you at this point. And so I told myself that if you said Henry, I was going to do something so easy. Just give me Tajay Spears over 19 and a half. 
minus 120 because don't look now these guys are actually like this is more than closer than a split than people care to imagine i like and Sharp. yeah good. yeah spears is really really good and right, Sharp. i meant spears sorry <laughs> yeah you thinking of uh you think get a tajay sharp like that's why you're thinking of tajay sharp he used to play for the titans yep. the wide receiver back back when back in the day man shout out to that guy shout out to tajay sharp but now you have spears here and he's been really good. Like, he gets the opportunities. It's not like he doesn't get carries. It may not be to the level of Derrick Henry, but he gets carries. They look for him in the passing game, too. But it's the same thing. We're fating this Steelers defense that really hasn't been that good against the run. And Tajay Spears can get this in three or four carries, like 20 yards. I think he absolutely can get there. And so I, I thought it was a spot where, you know, you don't want to run. You don't want to pass the ball the whole time on this defense on the road with Will Levis and his first road start ever. Like that's a very, very terrible spot. And I think that possibly they could pass early, but then not get any trust in Levis after that because he screwed it over. And I'll talk about that in my next prop. So give me over 19 and a half with Tajay Spears. I, I like that Derrick Henry plug. I did the same thing with Spears, who's getting a way too low number. This should be a little bit closer to 30. Yeah. Uh, once again, I'm on Henry, but he's going to have to come out at some point. So I think yeah. that Spears is good enough to get the job done. I think both hit. I really do think both hit. I played both already. All right. Go ahead with your second prop. Yeah, I went back to chalk with the Steelers. I did take Pickens over 53 and a half receiving yards at minus 114. Thought the number mm. was too low. I understand it because Pickett is injured and Trubisky's not any good. Having said that, Pickens, I believe, had one catch last week for a touchdown. Mm. Get the guy the damn ball. He's your best player. Like, try to get him the rock. I don't agree with that, but yes. Okay. Why? Do you think Deontay? Yeah, Deontay's way better than him. Okay. Deontay's um, actually he's quietly one of the best receivers in the league. Like okay. very, very quietly. And it's we just because he gets agree on that. The point is Pickens is a big play guy and he can get this in one catch. But he's had at least 75 yards in four of the last six. He's played at least 88% of the snaps in each of the last five. So he's on the field all the time. And Tennessee, we know, is very good against the run. They are not good against the pass. They're allowing 232 passing yards per game, which is the 13th most in the league. It was worse in years past, but still not great. Point is, I think this number's too low. We know with a deep threat like Pickens, he can get 50 in one catch. Like, it's definitely feasible, so I think this number's too low. Give me the over on Pickens. And I took a Steelers wide receiver as well. I took Deontay Johnson. And it's really because Deontay Johnson continues. Doesn't matter when. He's going to get the targets. And my point of him being one of the best receivers in the league that nobody's talking about is because he just doesn't have the sexy name. He doesn't have the value. He doesn't have the quarterback that's getting him all these touchdowns and all these big plays and stuff. But he consistently gets open on every single route. Like, it's so frustrating when you bet on somebody else in this offense because you're like, they keep feeding Deontay Johnson the ball. But why would you not if he continues to get open? He continuously gets open. Every single route, if there's ever a miss on a ball with him, it's not because he wasn't open. It's because the ball had a terrible placement or the defender just made a crazy play. But consistently, every single time he runs a route, he gets open. And that's why I think he's one of the best wide receivers in the game. Give me Deontay Johnson over four and a half receptions. He had 14 targets last week. He had six targets the week uh, in the week he came back, caught five five balls off of those targets. I think that his target share is going to be back around that 14 
definitely double digit target share for Deontay Johnson with how much he gets open. I think that this is going to be a really nice spot for Deontay Johnson to just continue to do what he does and just rack up a bunch of catches for this offense and help them keep the drives alive. So Deontay Johnson over four and a half receptions, minus 150. I love that. Yeah, I like the play too. Once again, I just went for the yards for the value, but Deontay is, I don't want to say Pickens' favorite target, but he's one of Pickett's main once again. I think he is his favorite target. I think he is his favorite target because he keeps getting In terms of volume, I think he is because the short, he goes, because Deontay gets all the short work, all the quick throws and stuff like that. So yeah, I like the receptions. Yeah, love his receptions. All right, last prop. I went to a defensive prop. I got plus money. Uh, For me, I went with Danico Autry, the defensive lineman for the Titans. I have him over a quarter of a sack at plus 140. Plus 140 is a great price. He's gone over the number in five of the last seven. The Steelers are allowing 2.7 sacks per game, which is the 11th most in the league. Tennessee's pass rush, not bad. They're averaging three sacks a game, which is tied for 10th in the league. A quarter of a sack, plus 140? Yeah, I think it's a good deal. I took it. I have Will Levis, minus 150, over half an interception. I, I thought about it, and I saw 150, and I'm like, I think it's a little bit much for me. But it, I like it's a little bit. It's a it's a little juice, but I'm willing to lay it because I think this is literally a lock, like guaranteed. He's going to throw an interception here, and just looking at how that game went for him, like he really made a lot of bad decisions with the football and just looked like a rookie. Like he looked like a rookie, but it's just man, DeAndre Hopkins bailed him out three different times with a big touchdown, man, and Hopkins a little banged up in this one. If he doesn't get Super Hopkins in this game, he's going to look very, very, very average to probably below average in this one on the road at Heinz Field. Yeah, give me, give me a over half interception for Will Levis. He throws one for sure. All right, got through that. That was we were we were on the same like we had the same handicap. We just took yep. different players for a couple. Well, the Steelers also but... can't run the ball, so it's we just kind of had the same scripts for their offense. The line just went up to 3-2, by the way. Okay. So it's now at 3. I don't know. I'm tired of this game. All right. Let's get into DFS. So if you don't, you haven't played DFS with us or you don't know how this showdown lineup goes down, Scott plays off of FanDuel. I play off of DraftKings. We play a lineup, and we try to meet in the middle and win a million dollars. So, Scott, who is your DFS lineup for this whew, ugly slate? Yeah, so I feel like we're going to overlap on a lot of players here, but I did go with the ugly game script. Even though I am leaning to Tennessee, I took Pitt, I took a Steelers defense as my MVP. Uh-huh. I can't really resist on it. Anytime you have TJ Watt on the field, you can get a touchdown, and that's all you need. Levis might make, once again, a couple of good throws, but I thought he, once again, was not very sharp for most of the game against the Falcons. Just a lot of blown coverages and deep balls that worked out. But give me the Steelers' defense at home. I think they're going to sack him a couple of times. They'll force a turnover to maybe a touchdown. I went with Steelers' defense as my MVP. I threw in the Titans' defense as well and won my flex spots because, once again, I think this game's disgusting. And I do think the the, uh, Steelers are going to let Pickett get pressured a lot. So I do think you're going to see a couple of turnovers, maybe a couple sacks as well. Give me the Titans' defense. Then I went chalk. I had Hopkins uh, as my other flex because Levis only throws him the ball. I had Pickens because, <laughs> once again, he's got a lot of touchdown upside, and there might not be enough touchdowns to go around. So give me Pickens as my other flex. And my last one, just for the fun of it, I went Nick Folk as my kicker in the lineup because why not? 
I got Tennessee winning. It's an ugly game. 16-13, that's about three field goals and a touchdown. Good enough for me. Give me Nick Folk as my last choice. All right. I went with Derrick Henry in my captain slot. I think this could be the big – this could potentially be the two-touchdown day for Derrick Henry. And if that happens, he's 100% the leader in this category. I think that he's going to be able to be effective on the ground. And why would you want Levis to have the ball in his hands on the road in his first road start with not long to prepare on a short week? So going with Henry. They really, really need to lean on him this game. The, the it, it just seems like the right spot with the deadline passed, and we don't have to worry about the trade talks anymore. I did have both defenses like you. I can't get away from it. Very ugly game. I'll take my chances with both defenses. I did take a kicker like you, except I took Boswell at home. No rhyme or reason, but except that he was at home. And, and you know, familiarity with the area, the winds, and how it goes, all yeah. that stuff like that. Deontay Johnson, because – while I don't think that there's going to be much offense in this game, I think that he could literally potentially have one catch every single drive. <laughs> like he continuously gets open. And so, yeah, I'll, I'll take those PPR points. Maybe we can get, you know, some eight, nine points off of just receptions. I would love that. And I took a flyer on one other person because I felt like I needed to get different in this lineup for a chance to win a million dollars. So I took Calvin Austin because one play makes him relevant here. One play makes them relevant here, and it's the difference between me bottoming out and me being the only person that played them at this cheap price and actually winning the Millie. So, yeah, I'll take Calvin Austin as Derrick Henry, both defenses, Calvin Austin, Chris Botwell, and Deontay Johnson. I think we won a million dollars, Scott. I'm pretty sure we won a million dollars here. This is a, this is a disgusting lineup in a terrible game that I feel like is going to win. Well, this really is the do. type of game where the really obscure lineups winning the money by himself. Yeah. And so. that's what I want. Like, I see all the time people winning the Millie Baker on Thursday Night Football, but it's like 100 people sharing. And so, like, everybody's taking. And I'm granted, I'll take my 12K, 13K, whatever it is. It might be a little bit more than that. Like, yeah. But if I can get to myself and this lineup tells, I just can't imagine anybody else playing this lineup. I think that I have the million on my own. And if I do, probably won't be on this show. Or if I do, I'll probably be on the beach the next time you see me on Tuesday. Tuesday. I may be on the beach. All right. Let's go ahead. Close things out. Lock it. Anytime touchdown. Questionable bets. What's going on? All right. For my lock, I'm not thinking about it. Just give me to under 36 and a half. This is going to be an ugly game. It's going to be a terrible game. I'm not expecting much offensively from either team. I think that there's a chance that there's not even a touchdown scored. So I'm going to take the, I'm going to take both of them at, to do just to be terrible. 36 and a half under. That's my lock for my touchdown score. Let me look at these prices again. Derrick Henry will never be plus money ever again but it's still a little bit below my threshold. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a defense. It's 100% going to be a defense. But I don't know which team I like for the game, so I don't t know which team to tell you which defense to take. Let's just fade the rookie, and he gives up a score. So, give me the Steelers defense at plus 650. That's exactly what I have. 
Oh, like the exact same two picks? Uh, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll switch. <laughs> I'll switch. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I have. Uh, I had 37 as my total, but yeah, that's what I got. We didn't talk about this, guys. No. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll switch it up. I am going to keep Steelers defense, though. That price is just okay. too good for 650. All right. I'll keep that. I'll go with Derrick Henry rushing yards. At the end of the day, the volume is just going to be insane for him because I don't trust the Steelers to actually sustain drives. So you might see Tennessee having the ball a lot. Henry might get a disgusting stat line of like 23 carries for 80 yards, and that's good enough for me. So I'll go with Henry over his rushing yards at 71 and a half. But yes, I had the same two plays. This game's right. going to be it. You can have the, so since you changed your lock, I'll change my dog. I'll take the Titans defense at nine and one. Okay. There we go. We 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 corrected the mojo, everybody that's listening. And for questionable bets or the other person that is watching live, but I'm pretty sure it's him or her. It could be. I like the video on your way out. And for anybody else that pops in on YouTube, like the video for you, Dip. And for all the people that are listening to us through their ears and wherever you get your podcast, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review. Appreciate that. We, we kept the mojo the same and didn't share the same pick. So hopefully we cash everything. I think we'll cash everything. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if both teams have a defensive touchdown this game. That will actually be the last thing I'm surprised about. So with that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do, no other way of ending the podcast. We're just going to end like this. We are out of here.